Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Keith. What up? They got me asking in my ear to my wife, why isn't LeBron the most pressure? He already won the chip. What is in L.A.? There's no pressure. What, what exactly would the pressure be for LeBron? I guess inter, internal pressure because he's always said he's chasing Jordan. He'd like to get those chips. But that's internal, not external what, what, pressure. What, so he's at Jordan's at six. What is LeBron four? Four. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> but but if LeBron <laughs> plays long enough, he could be a part of teams. Maybe not the that's best player, but a part luck. of teams that win some that win seven luck. or eight chips if he yeah, sticks I around mean, long enough. But does he really want to hang out for another six years? Do the Bill Walton remember when he was on the Celtics coming off the bench? Nah, but Bill Walton that wasn't at the end, right? But but he was Shaq no lo- was the in in at the Celtics. Yeah yeah, but Bill Walton was no, no longer. No, but Bill Walton was playing and he got hurt again. But he was no longer the Bill Walton who'd won league MVP. Well, you're talking about Bill Walton from Portland. Yes. He was like seven years old. But man. this Come is on, what now. I'm this is what I'm you saying. You mean GP three? Uh, GP no, 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 Lord no. have mercy. I mean, GP three. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Gary Payton the third and he's so big. Gary Payton. Who are you yeah yeah. About? yeah okay. Gary Payton. But I put Chris Paul and all that together. GP3. <laughs> but he, you mean like Gary what? Payton or Shaq at the end? No. When Shaq I'm was saying, chilling on the bench. I'm, the reason I picked, well, well, put it this way. LeBron Shaq could be a Shaq was in va- Cleveland on the bench, though. He didn't want to go home. That's all that was. But LeBron could be a valuable starter for years and years and years because of yeah. his overall game. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, of course. But so he could he, be but a real wanna, contributor on But Jimmy. does he want to play another six years? How long is it going to take Bronny to make the league, right? That's oh, the 24 is a draft for him, I so think. So give him a year with Bronny, three more years. Yeah, I guess. I mean, can he win two and three? Tough to be Bronny, man. Even if you turn out really good, like, usually it works the other way. Bobby Bonds, excellent player. Ken Griffey, excellent players. They're all-star players. But their kids, Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr., oh, two of the best players of all yeah, time. But, he's, it's, but it's, when your dad's the best player yeah, of all be, the right, it's, it's going to be tough to be – that yeah, yeah it's, it's tough to be. Even that. if you go to five All Star games, it's not the same. I, I, it's so funny you said that. So I I uh, was hosting a party in L A. Oh, two weeks ago for USC when I, we released our collective um, over at Delilah. So Jerry Rice's son plays at USC, so he was there. So I'm I'm talking to him right. I'm sitting there saying to myself, he ain't gonna never be a dad. You know, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, good. But I'm I'm literally talking to the young man in my head. I'm like, you look like Jerry in the face, but I don't think you ever go because it's, how can you? The, the standard standard is so high that it's just like there's nothing you can do about it. Who's the parent who set the highest standard? And a kid that, came after him, and, and at least came thing? close, or did the same thing, or exceeded them. I'm trying to think of who that would be. I have no idea at the top of my head. I the mean, highest standard who had a kid who played in that league. Because it, for junior. No, no, Archie Manning, no, Peyton surpassed that. Archie yeah. was never Peyton. Yeah, but Archie was good. But he was never Peyton. Right. That's what I'm saying. They right. never won. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah, never, yeah. It never like won. Bob, like the reason I bring up Bobby Bonds and Ken Griffey, they were stars in the 70s. Kids. I mean, even when but you think about baseball, Dale Curry and Stephanie, it's like yeah, not, not, the not the same. They outstripped I'm just thinking, them by so I'm much. I'm trying to think. So who, who, what father hit the highest standard whose kid also played in the league? I don't mean Yogi Berra and Dale Berra, right? Baseball, like where Dale guy Earnhardt makes the, maybe in, in NASCAR? I don't know. Maybe. You don't know you enough about me. it. <laughs> Let's stick to baseball, basketball, football. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm just trying to think now that you have said that. Who? Who could it be? They were all brothers. Clay Matthews, Bruce Matthews, all of them were brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Gosh, I, I, I would have to – this is going to take it's me a couple, siblings, hours, couple but, hours, I guess, yeah. to figure this one out. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, – Bobby Bonds was really good, but he wasn't league MVP. Oh, and he wasn't Barry. Yeah. You know, and Ken yeah. Sr. wasn't Ken Griffey Jr. Right, like who – I'm talking about Ken Griffey Jr. level. Who was like an MVP, this guy's an all-time great level, had a kid, and came close at least to matching that. Troy in Atlanta, we were just talking about the players – under the most pressure to win a championship in the NBA this year. Who you got? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good morning. I watch y'all every morning. But, uh, you know, after the trades, you have to consider LeBron with AD. Now you got Beasley. You got Vanderbilt. You got D'Angelo Russell. You can't have all that talent and not win. And we all know he's trying to chase the greatest ever. But you just can't have all that talent and not but, win. But when years guy, from now, when they look – Listen, Troy, years from now when they look back and they look at the roster, they're not going to be like, man, he had Beasley and Vanderbilt and, and, and D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell. Russell? No. They're going to say he had AD but he's and already, a nice little supporting cast. But he already won. He, that's the thing. He's he already a delivered a – okay, his promise was to get the Lakers a championship and he delivered. I'd like to see him get another one just to shut up the bubble talk. Well, the bubble talk is only coming from the people outside the bubble, outside the, the Lakers world. bubble. <laughs> yeah. Outside the Lakers bubble. That's yeah. hate. That's all that is. That's hate. Well, all it is uh, let me hate. say this. I agree that people need because to Because you can look at it two different ways, but... Max. No, but hold on. You can look at it two different ways. You can, you can claim it's easier because no fans don't react to it, but you also can claim it's stressful from a mental standpoint to have to lock in and be at the same place, the same hotel, the same food, walking down the same hallway, being in the same environment with no fans. It depends on who you are as a player. And, and everyone had to play under the same conditions. So and everyone had to play under the same right, right, conditions. Yeah. But, but what people say is the Lakers didn't have to travel the way <laughs> – but but they would have had it to travel. It needed Denver. But they they didn't have the best record in the conference, so they would have had to travel for road games late in series. And okay, so what? No, I agree with you. <laughs> Price in Detroit. You're on with Keyshawn Johnson and Max Kellerman. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What's, going What's on? happening? What's good, yo, Max? I think you're tripping with Kevin KD on there. Like he's already proven. He's a Finals MVP. I think he's under the most pressure is CP3. This is the best team he ever had. Given what happened with the Clippers, given what happened with Houston, it, this is the best chance CPP got. He got to deliver. Got to stay healthy. He got to deliver. Best chance in the meter is starting to go toward empty. So he's got to get it. He's, you said it. He's not the same guy. He's long in the tooth. How He got, what, this year, maybe next year? That, that to, to really be an important part of what they're doing. It's not like... This is CP3 from Houston. I mean, think about it. He went from Houston to OKC to Phoenix. That was like seven years ago, right? So it's it's starting to run thin. He's got to have this championship. He's got to have it. If I'm trying to think of an analogy, um, like a super team that would add a star, who from the Kobe Shaq era never got a chip who was really great? Oh, on the Lakers or just another no, team? on another team. Never got a chip, but was a great Tra- Tra- player. Tracy McGrady. Okay. If Tracy McGrady, in the middle of the Kobe Shaq three-peat, would have been parachuted onto the Lakers, would that have meant the same thing? Don't ask me about the Lakers. Would that, would that have meant the same thing? <laughs> I would that love championship. That. I would love to have had him. <laughs> of course. But, and, and KD's better than McGrady, and McGrady was great. But KD is like McGrady 2.0, actually, right? There's similarities in terms of the length of the game. 
it wouldn't have meant the same thing as if even if he swung. Absolutely, swung the, it would have. Come on, what are you, you can't talking lose. about? You can't so go what? to a team where you can't because then what's so you're the trying point? to tell what me? Improve? Are you trying to tell me that I wouldn't have wanted to go to the Dallas Cowboys and line up opposite of Michael Irvin? Football's different. It's not different. It is because how ba- is it different, Max? Because football, the best team doesn't always win. In basketball, when you have a seventy, the best team, team doesn't always win. Because guess what? Because it's a the Golden State a Warriors and lost and they won seventy three. Because it right, Stop. right. That was LeBron's greatest the Lakers, achievement. The, the Lakers lost. Remember, remember our uh, uh, team when we put uh, GP three on. <laughs> well, we had the Gary Pistons, Payton, yeah. and uh, and we were not the best team. No, I knew the. Oh, and, and, I, I, oh wait, time Max, out. I wait, need wait, you, man. I time, need you. Time out. I was I was doing I a show. I was doing I a show at the Max. time. Wait, wait. I got Max. I got receipts. I got receipts. I, got, I was doing a show at the time called IMAX. I predicted the Pistons were going to sweep the Lakers. The, everyone was crazy. Stop, man. The Lakers were struggling against the T-Wolves at the time who didn't even have Cassell because he was hurt. We wasn't the, the best. Pistons had just we been involved in the, the greatest defensive team. series ever against we the Pacers. We were not the best team. No way. The Pistons were the greatest defensive team of all time, and I thought they were going to roll the Lakers, if and they you, did. If you asked anybody. Shaq, was, Shaq had, the, had the broken any, toe. He's jumping up you, straight up and if down. If you ask anybody yeah. in the NBA circle. Yeah. The Lakers were the better team, man. Yeah, but I predicted they were going to get killed, <laughs> and they did. I predicted. I did. Oh, because I, did. because the I La- predict it's going to rain outside you know at some point here in New York. You know what, Key? This is right up your alley. You know why the Lakers are thought that way? Brand names. They had all the brand names. It but doesn't if you act, matter. You just They said. were Ma- not Ma- as Max, impressive in the playoffs as the Ma- Pistons Max, were. Max Kellerman, you just said the best team doesn't always win. Correct. I just gave you an example of the best uh, but, team that But I win. disagree because even at the time I thought they weren't as good as the Pistons. The Pistons were the Man, best defense. If somebody's on the line, take a lot. I can't, the Pistons I can't in you. 04 You're were gonna, the greatest defensive team in the history of American team sports. There were no way they were going to lose to a Lakers team where Shaq was clearly compromised. Sham in Atlanta. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and ESPN Radio. Sham. Come on, folks. How's it going? What's going on? Good. Listen, uh, if you're basing that question on today's current NBA and the rosters and how they're built, it can't possibly be the same uh, expectation for a guy that's already won as they are for guys that haven't won. Thank you. Jokic and and, uh, Tatum, those guys playing some of the best basketball. They lead lead the league and wins for their respective teams like – there's hands down got to be a higher expectation uh, for those guys to have been playing as successfully as they have and to not win in the position that they're in. But I had a question uh, for you guys. I don't know how uh, Keyshawn doesn't uh, diminish the championships that uh, Durant has won when he's walking into the expectation of winning to the roster that he's walking into. That just doesn't and they really didn't even just throw the, the reason, roster the together. Reason, They've been the playing reason, together the reason, for years. The reason I don't diminish it is because there's no proof that they were going to win championships without him. There's zero proof. Okay, that's true. The only proof that I have is that they won with him. Wait, wait, Keith, that's true. That's it. But but you didn't need KD to walk in. They would have won it with Paul George. They would have won it. I don't know that. Of course. No, Keith, I if don't. you add an all-star to a team they, that wins 73 they games and comes to play. Game, they won 73 wins, games and lost. Lost in Game Seven I don't give to the a best damn. player I of his era care. on his greatest night. I don't care and if it was Game Seventeen. They won the championship the year before. It does not matter. The proof is in front of us. Facts are facts, Max. Key. 
there's a big difference between losing in game seven of the last possession on a 73-win team and saying getting beaten in five games like the Lakers did against the Pistons in 04. A you, big difference. You lost, you lost. If you lose on a 70-yard field goal in the end, you still lose. And if you add an all-star player to that cast, they ain't going to lose. But they didn't just add an all-star. They added an all-time great. I, I'm not going to. So there's I'm no not, they I'm not gonna, the deck. I'm not going to diminish his championships based on him being parachuted in. I'm not going to do that. Well, I because Because guess what? Yes. He still was the finals MVP. Twice. He was. And well, then the I third mean, he time. Was, uh, he didn't deserve that, that, both uh, of them. But anyway. Whatever. He got him. And then the third time, if they wasn't all banged Probably up and the hurt, second time he deserved it. He would have won the third chip there. Yeah, of course. So stop. By the way, yes, if they would have kept the best team ever together, they would have continued and, and to win championships. And if we want to go, in, lose? if we want to go into Brooklyn, he almost sent them home. If it wasn't for uh, what a, a little rubber on the edge of the and shoe. And by the way, and by the way, he, he did that. He did that by without, himself without Kyrie or James Harden. Yeah, Hart. man. Because so stop. I know he's the baddest dude around. I just want to see him win a championship when the deck's not completely stacked. Does, no, no, no. Hey, is Lamar more likely to get an extension or to get traded? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. With Lamar Jackson, there is going to be a lot of drama in the coming weeks, if not months. He should stand firm, put his feet in the ground, and say, hey, look, I need the guaranteed money. I'm not willing to go ahead and play this thing out year to year. If he decides they're not going to give me what I want, I don't want to be here, he needs to demand a trade. Why would he take the discount in this situation when there are other viable teams that would treat him better and pay him every penny he wants? Like, why would you take less than that to stay with Baltimore? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. This in honor of Diana Russini, ESPN NFL reporter. And isn't she lovely is, of course, about Stevie Wonder's baby daughter. <laughs> Diana is, a, a, once again, a new mother. Yeah. Two, two years. What between, was I thinking? Between the three of us, no one would guess that 16 weeks. If someone said, which one of these three had a baby 16 weeks ago, they'd guess key or me, not you. Thank you. Yeah, that's so why much. when she walked in, I'm like, nah, no, nah, not possible. <laughs> There's no way. You know what it is for for all those guys listening who who are dads themselves. Like the, I think for women, yeah, of course, every woman wants to lose that baby weight, but the the biggest part is, is the mental side of it, right? Like our brains are nuts after we have kids. So if you if you can sort of reflect a little bit of your normal self, that is such a win. I'll take. Hey, you seem like yourself. 
more than than heck you look in shape these days. So uh, shout out to all the moms out there. Who no one would have any shed, idea. Shed that, those pounds. It's hard, man. It's not hard, to mention you, you probably guys. haven't slept in about uh, however many months yes. now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Between, couldn't tell that either. Between the, the work that she does for us, which is fabulous, and taking care of her babies. Of course, no sleep, man. Yeah, no sleep. You know who else isn't getting any sleep? <laughs> the New York Jets! The Ravens front office. Why am I what a transition. This is why you're a fabulous host, Hey, um, I'm eye candy. That's all this is. Hey, listen, yes, is, is Lamar about to get an extension or about to get traded? Uh, I think Lamar's about to get tagged. I think that, that that's the direction this thing is headed in. And and look. Which, were, which the, tag? The, 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 Exclusive. I think the franchise tag okay. is is where this thing is going. Um, obviously, there's options there, but uh, you know the relationship at this point. Look, I know he does a little bit of the Instagram stuff, but I, I think Lamar's handled this really well. And and I know he doesn't have an official agent, but the NFLPA they, they're guiding him here. Yes, the absolutely. association is listening, helping him. And look, I don't know how they're guiding him. I don't know what they're saying. But they must be pretty supportive of him going after that guaranteed money because there hasn't been a lot of adjustment there. Because, look, a long-term deal would have been been done at this point. But the Baltimore Ravens, they are all in on, on Lamar Jackson. And Lamar wants to stay in Baltimore. He wants to be there. He's been really open about that. Uh, so, so we'll see how this pans out. But it's certainly um, going to be the biggest story over the next few weeks for sure. And, and the great thing about them offensively is interesting. They're putting a decent staff together. I mean, they just got Willie Taggart coming from Colorado to be their running back coach. So they're moving moving things around. They moved T. Martin to the quarterback situation. So they're moving stuff around. I, I like his chances of going there, but they better not, in which I don't think they will, non-exclusive him on the tag. Yeah. Because if they're they losing. did that, oh, it's over. It's a wrap. They, yeah. if they, but they're not going to do that. They, they're not that – I don't think they're that naive to the fact that there's a number of teams – that would love to have Lamar. You know, I was thinking about this last night, and I, I, I had this thought. I'm like, I, I don't. I think Keyshawn's going to agree with me on this. They hired Todd Munkin, right, as the yes. offensive coordinator, and and look, we saw what he did in Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not even close to looking like those design run plays we saw Greg Roman do with Lamar. He's a pro style offensive coordinator, and yes. I, he had some time in Tampa Bay with yeah. with Jameis and stuff. But I thought that was a really interesting hire. Uh, of how this is going to play. Because I don't think pro-style offense with Lamar Jackson, what makes him so dynamic and what makes him so incredible, is obviously his mobility and what, and what he can do with his legs. Well, I, I think what people fail to realize, when you go back to look at him at Louisville, he rushed for 1,500 yards. He threw for an average probably rushed for 1,500 a year that he was there balling when he went to Heisman. But he also threw for about close to 4,000 yards. Yep. In those years, and he was with Bobby Petrino, which essentially is a pro-style offense. I think what what Harbaugh and company in Baltimore realize is that Greg Roman can only take them so far with his offensive philosophy, which worked it to a degree. But you got to be able to expand the passing game. And it's not that Greg Roman is a bad offensive coordinator. Sometimes your knowledge of a certain thing can only go so far, right? It's like if, if in basketball, if all I know is the, 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 the uh, Duke offense and then all of a sudden I want to run LMU stuff, I, I'm trying to do it from back in the day running gun and I can't implement it in, I can only do so much. And I think that they got to that crossroad where they said, in order for us to take the next step, we've got to do 
what some of these other teams are doing. They got fabulous running back with their or mobile quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, we got to do some of that. Josh Jaylen Allen, Hurts, we got to do some of that. Jalen Hurts, we got to do some of that. And Greg Roman can't do that with us. Hmm. Here's what I know: Anytime I've talked to defensive coordinators that are facing the Baltimore Ravens, Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson scared them. Yes. So, and, and I agree with so much of what you're saying about what, what Greg has done. He is a really good coordinator, and I personally thought he was the best match for Lamar Jackson. But Baltimore obviously has a philosophy now where they feel like they need to grow and take that next step and also try to get players to come to Baltimore, right? Because that's been a little bit of the issues here in the free agency. Wide receivers know the type of offense they're running. And it's not it's not an offense that's Key, you're going to get to your spot. Receiver. You're going to get to your spot, and you're going to look back, and Lamar Jackson's going to be running around back there. <laughs> right. But that's not right. on Lamar. No, of course not. No, no. That's on Greg that, Roman, right? Like you said, but I that's get, what to Diana's get, point about get, wanting to attract. I get to my receivers. spot. I turn around. <laughs> now I got to block. You know, it's yep. just, but that's that's what they do. You're Speaking a glorified of, downfield offensive lineman. Somehow. I like that you drive as a receiver too. You yeah, you got to. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. Trust me, as a receiver, you out there like a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Um, the Jets. What are the Jets going to do? Are they going to Are they going to yeah. continue to have conversations with Carr? Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers out of the the bunker? It, so he's still in darkness, from what I what I. Can I thought gather. it was only four days. It's been like a week. <laughs> so the. Everything, it's pretty much a domino effect with Aaron Rodgers with all the quarterbacks here because everyone's watching to see what he's going to decide to do. There are some people in the Green Bay organization who want to see Aaron Rodgers come back, obviously. I think there are others who, who want him to come back, but it's got to be adjusted a bit on, yeah. on, on how he handles things, how he handles himself, how, how he goes about the offseason. Um, so the Jets are watching Green Bay here to see what, what Aaron's going to do. They really like Derek Carr. They do. And, 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 you know, you look at this Jets roster. I don't have to tell you, Key. You can see that they are so close to going really far if they can figure this out at the quarterback position. And that's what they said to Derek Carr in their pitch. It was your individual accomplishments and the things that you want to attain can be endless. So why not sign? If you come so here. why not just offer because the contract? It takes two to tango, Key. Derek Carr is sitting here going, I've got options. Why would he want to be the first quarterback to sign in terms of his contract, right? He probably wants 35-plus, right, in that range. He's, he's worth that. He, and he yeah. is. He absolutely Especially is worth that. Especially the Jets. Um, or Carolina or the Saints. But or, there's teams that are in need right now. So why not see what pans out here in Green Bay? Derek is in no rush. He doesn't need to be because there's a need for him. So um, I heard he, he likes the Jets. He obviously Loves the roster, the run game, the skill players, these young guys. It's just going to come down to to where he feels he can get paid the most money and where he can go and win. But wait, Diana. So let's stay right there because, real quick, if if I'm the Jets, I may, Derek Carr might be my best option other than Lamar, right? Who who knows if he'll be available? Because Aaron Rodgers, maybe he's there for two years. He puts you through the ringer in the offseason. You're going to have to give up a boatload to get him, et cetera. Maybe yep. get two bites at the apple. Maybe get to an AFC championship. Derek Carr, I might have for four or five yep. years. I don't need him to do so much. Just play nice quarterback, lead in the locker room, those kind of things. Why not lock him down, come with your best offer now and get him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, you would think that would make sense. I don't know if the Jets have offered him just yet. Um all I know is they met, they talked, they discussed the potential of what he can bring to the team, what he could accomplish individually. 
Um, I spoke to Jets owner Woody Johnson last week in Arizona, and you know he he basically is, uh, essentially understands just the w- way the rest of us that Aaron Rodgers is a special talent, and if there's an opportunity to bring someone at that level of ability to New York, you have to see. You have to research that. You can't. She's pretty. Yeah, that's what that. Key says. As when I make the whole pitch, he eventually says about Aaron Rodgers, she's pretty. All right. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Thank you, Diana. How much is too much for Daniel Jones is the question. KJM. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. By visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Here are my real rankings. It's the NBA players under the most pressure to win a title. Number five. The L.A. Clippers. If I have to choose one player in the Clippers, I'll take Russell Westbrook. Number four. Joel Embiid. Number three. Jason Tate. Number two. KD. Number one. Nikola Jokic. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're joined by Chris Canty, co-host of Canty and Carlin, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Super Bowl champion, of course, Chris Canty. I appreciate that, Max. Hey, uh, Proper introduction. First of all, we got to... I appreciate the Super Bowl championship. My man. (laughs) We got to address something real quick, though. Yeah. Because your fearless leader, my former producer, Shannon Penn, who works on this show now, always texts me a reminder for my hit on Wednesdays with you guys when I'm, when I'm doing TV or whatever, you know, when I'm coming through, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there wondering to myself, I come into this studio every single time I'm down at the seaport. Yep. Why does he need to text me for a reminder? That's a good question, Shannon. Why? Catching strays over here. I'm just minding my business, making sure to run down straight. And can't see. <sighs> Anywho. So he's just. He's so just, he has no explanation. All he's all just sure I like buttoned up. Why, but, but I understand. I, see, it, this feels like a little bit of CYA with Shannon Penn because I come in here every single time, even when I'm not scheduled to be on with you guys. I come into the studio because I love you guys' show. I listen every single morning. You also have complained about this in the past on the air. Yeah, I just it feels passive aggressive. Like I hmm. like I like I'm irresponsible or something. Hmm. Like I didn't have Tom Coughlin as my head coach. Who required us to be there five minutes before the the, the yeah? If you started. weren't five minutes early, you were late. Yeah, if you yeah. didn't, if you weren't five minutes early, you'd get fined, and it was five hundred dollars <laughs> per minute. You miss you miss five minutes, you missed the meeting. That's twenty grand. Like that was my head coach, and I never got fined by TC. So if I'm always on time, and I have been always on time, never missed a day of work in eleven years in the National Football League. Why the hell does Shannon I'll tell you need to I'll text get- me? Seven twenty right. that I need to be in he the studio answer. by seven thirty. He won't answer, so I have an answer for you. Okay. 
Okay, ready? It has to do with corporate culture. Ready? Help me out, because I've never been a part of corporate in, culture. You put every, what I noticed about it is you put everything in writing in emails and texts, right? Mm-hmm. Now your bases are covered. So when your boss comes, if anything ever happens, hey, what happened? Uh, let's see this. Exactly. So what is that? CYA, right? Yep. That is CYA. Yeah, but don't blame him. It's not. Come don't on, don't hate the player. Hate the game. I'm not. He's covering his rear end. That's all. Chris Candy has uh, a lot to say. Who's who's uh, who other than Shannon? Who's under the most pressure right now? Right. <laughs> the, to, 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 win a, to win a title. I, I see. To me, it's always the guys who are still mostly themselves. Uh-huh. The guys like Chris. Remember Chris Paul, but Chris Paul's still good, but he's not. Top five player Chris Paul anymore, right? Who's under the most pressure to win a title? Oh, man. I mean, CP3 is up there, right? I mean, think about the last several postseasons with the Suns. He's always gotten hurt at the most inopportune times in the playoffs. So, like, he's under pressure to stay healthy and available, but to also finish the drill. This might be his best chance at being able to get a championship. We see that every year. If these guys can't make it work in Phoenix over the next couple of years. But see, to me, that's on KD. Well, it's on all of them. No, no, it's but what, on I'm all of is, them Max. what I'm saying is the main pressure. KD got dro- airdropped into a 73-win team okay, that had already won a championship, a right? Stop. But the point is that's not the same as winning a championship, say, the way LeBron did against Golden State the year before, right? Uh-huh. So, so then he tried to make it work in Brooklyn. It didn't work he out. Has- he, tried, he couldn't do it in OKC when he was younger, even though they had a great team in 16, right? And he and Westbrook didn't play great down the stretch in game six or seven on the road. But so now he's on a regular super team, not a super duper team like the Warriors. It's a regular super team with great teammates. I think KD's got to win the chip. He's still KD. Chris Paul really ain't Chris Paul the way we once knew him anymore. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but uh, KD is already a champion. Yes, you can't Max? diminish his championship, yeah. Max. You can quite man. no, you can't. You can't, you can't diminish championships. No, no, no Max, Max. No, no especially with his Finals athlete, MVP. Not one athlete that's gonna come on this show. It's going to be like, yeah, KD was parachuted in. No. Okay, that's fine. No. I'm not an athlete. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Here, here's the other thing I'll Note say. Key, <laughs> here's the other thing I'll say to that. And our former head coach, Bill Parcells, said this all the time to us. The best talent doesn't always make the best teams. Right. But the best teams always win. You mm-hmm. can't diminish KD's championships with the Golden State Warriors. Dude, when you, you just say, can't do when it. When you even say he won the MVP, you have literally, this is literal, the two best shooters of all time so on your team. So what? you can't defend KD, who's indefensible okay, anyway, but when you pick got Stephen and, and Clay on the team. Okay, pick and, and by choose. the way, the, the MVP of the first series, LeBron was the best player on either team in the first series. I, if Second they series, you could argue. If they First won? LeBron. If they would have won. No, 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 LeBron. Listen, listen, won, we have so MVP. many other things to criticize KD for. Why are we criticizing him for I'm winning not, championships? I'm not criticizing him. I'm saying the pressure is on him in Phoenix I don't, to show. I don't, I, don't, could, I, don't, I don't see it that way, Max. Okay, Steph won before and, and after KD was there. Sure. KD's been on a lot of really good teams throughout his no career. Doubt. The only time he no won doubt. was in Golden State, which was probably the best team of all time, yeah. right? I think he needs it. I think there's pressure no, for him C- to win away from Golden State. CP3 needs it more because he hasn't gotten one. Yeah. You can't be the greatest at all this other stuff and then that ring you don't have. See, that's why hard. I think it's Westbrook got more pressure. Because people already think Chris Paul's one of the greatest ever. Westbrook averaged a triple-double three consecutive yeah, nobody, years. Not thought of that way. If he chips up right nobody's now. Nobody's talking about Westbrook needs one. Everybody. Yeah, he can average, average a triple-double, but what does that mean when you get to the postseason? That's what I'm saying. That's I mean, why we, he needs we just, one. We just, Everybody, yeah, well, Max, is talking about CP3. Nobody's mentioning Westbrook with you. Exactly. Exactly. No one even thinks about the dude in the same way. But maybe they should. If he wins a chip, they will hey, is what I'm Canty. saying. Hey, <sighs> How much pressure is on 
the Giants to get a deal done with Daniel Jones. Oh, there's a lot of pressure on that. But I don't understand why the Giants are in a hurry to commit a nine-figure pack to Daniel Jones when you've only had one good season out of the four years he's been in the tri-state area. That's the one thing that I can't get past. Because his numbers Why, keep going up. But, well, the number can keep going up, but I need more information before I'm sold on Daniel Jones definitively being the future of my franchise at quarterback. But they got that information already based on practice, based on watching film, based on nah, seeing him nah, in see games. That. I don't see it that way, Key. Coming into this season, he had 50 total touchdowns to 49 total turnovers, and he had missed time in each of his first three years. This was the first year that he didn't miss a game due to injury. And we're talking about this being his best year. He had 15 passing touchdowns. Yeah, but I also you also got to look. But you also got to look at. Well, here's the thing: 22 total touchdowns. He had single-digit turnovers. That's the best thing we can say. You know, best QBR in starting in December in the whole league. You know how hard that's great, Max. Carson Wentz two years ago had a top 10 QBR. What kind of quarterback is Carson Wentz? Well, let me yeah, have, hold on. I want to get to. I want to get to something you said. I want to get to something you said about long term. You're right. I, 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 you can't commit to Daniel Jones for five, six years. Yeah. But but who's going to be better for this team over the next two to three years? Than well, Daniel but Jones? let me find out what Daniel Jones is this year but, on a thirty-two point five million dollar franchise tag. What's wrong with it? You're going to lose Saquon if you do that. You're not. No, no, no I'm not. No, I'm not. Eat up a lot of the cap, though. No, I'm not. Hey, can huh? you stick around? A lot of the cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you stick around? What? Here. Yeah, can I got you. Stick you. Around I here? got you. I got you. All right, Shannon's about here. to send you a text asking you if you can stick around. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Chris Canty sticking around. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. How much pressure is on the Giants to get a deal done with Daniel Jones? Oh, there's a lot of pressure on that. But I don't understand why the Giants are in a hurry to commit a nine-figure pack to Daniel Jones when you've only had one good season out of the four years he's been in the Tri-State area. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Chris Canty is sticking around, co-host of Canty and Carlin. And you can hear that fine program Said no 3 one 7 ever. p.m. Keyshawn. Eastern <laughs> on ESPN no Radio. The Canter. The Canter. Said no one ever. Yeah. You know, what I was going to ask you before we went to break, though, if you tie up $32 million in the salary cap yeah. space on Daniel Jones, you're gonna, it's going to somewhat handicap you to be able to sign your own guys and free agents back. Because remember, that number immediately – is absorbed through the salary cap. That that number shrinks your salary cap availability to go out and sign free agents, draft picks, and even some of your own players you got to retain. Key, what do you always say about the salary cap? Kick it down the road. Exactly. So, well, if I mean, if, 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 you, if, if you can't if, if you sign them, if, no, if you tag no, no, them. No, 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 what he's no, saying no, is you move money around. You just move money around. I've already done the exercise. I wouldn't say this unless I already did the exercise. So, what you do is you extend Dexter Lawrence and Andrew Thomas because you have the opportunity to. You try to lower their salary cap hits. In 2023, you cut Kenny Galladay and you... You get that money back, and, whatever and, that is. Yeah, exactly. And you figure out what you're going to do with Leonard Williams. Now, I don't know if it's a pay cut. I don't know if it's an Jeez. extension. How good do you I think Leonard Williams still is? I don't know if you're cutting is. him, but you're probably moving off of him. You do those things. <laughs> the pay then, cut. Then, then you do those four so, things. Max, I know. You do those four <laughs> things, and then all of a sudden, 
You got the cap space to stomach Daniel Jones, $32.5 million franchise tag on top of being able to do some other shopping. But, Chris, if let's say you could come to an, an arrangement at 75-ish guaranteed – Spread it out over three years. Even, what's, what's, even, what's if it's a, even if it's a hundred and what, what, it's, 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 gonna, it's hey, an Max, average of close Max, to 40 over not, three Max, years. Huh. Not going to happen. Okay, so add another year. The point is the worst thing that could happen is he regresses and you have an expensive backup who knows the system, who can handle the city. You're going to you wind up drafting a guy. $40 million dollars for your, a backup? No, your quarterback room is going to come in still even if you draft a guy in the range no, of what quarterback room is coming in. But why can a guy $40 million to sit on the bench? What better option is there going to be for the Giants at quarterback over the next 24 months? But here's my point. Franch- First of all, you don't know that. Second of all, franchise tag him. Give yourself options after the 2023 season based on what he shows you. Yeah, but I'm not, but I'm not but willing. But you still have options. But I got enough. But it's not going to keep you. It's not going to. You're not going to sign a quarterback. You're draft a guy. The franchise tag is not going to preclude you from doing whatever you But I got enough information, can't you? But well, I got enough information on Daniel Jones. How, how can you be so? Here, here's the thing. I'm. But here's the thing. I'm floored on. If I'm a coach, how can you say you have enough information? How can you say that when the guy had 15 touchdown passes? But I know he had. You had the 26 ranked passing offense. That's going up. Hold on, hold on, let me say this. To develop me, him and put things around him so those numbers can go up. Yeah, he didn't have a We tailored okay, it that okay. way. But yeah, but here's the thing. If I'm paying a guy $40 million a year, does everything have to be ideal? I got to have the best offensive line. I got to have the best receiver. No, but you court. need at least I gotta a have receiver. the best running back. Stop yourself. But you need a receiver. Well, here's my point, man. You need a receiver. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm not saying he doesn't need more weapons. I'm not saying that. But 15 touchdown passes, the 26 yes, ranked we, scoring, because the we tailored it. They were good in the red zone. The 26 ranked passing offense. There was one one other passing offense that made the playoffs that wasn't in the top half of passing offenses in the National Football League year. Do, do you know who that but was last year? that's by design. That was the Baltimore Ravens, and they missed Lamar Jackson for six games. Yeah. It's not sustainable. The, the Giants. It's not sustainable design, with the passing game The Giants were not good at matriculating the ball down the field, but they were good once they got to the red zone. Now, if you think that's luck, you think that's luck. I no, think not Daniel I'm Jones not say, played I'm not well. Say, what, what you're saying is by design. It's by design. We, we – understand and I say we I'm on the staff now okay I'm the coach I understand what I have I can't put us in harm's way I have to do things a certain way because we don't have the necessary weapons we don't have certain things that will put more touchdowns on the board score at a higher clip and volume that's what they do they tailor it to make sure that things go the way it needs Chris, how so do you you're, you're you? basically putting the reins on the quarterback because I'm not going to put him in harm's way until we, so I got to pay that guy forty million dollars because to, we're gonna. I got to go pay a guy forty million dollars that I have to protect via the yes because we're gonna plan? go out and we're gonna go Good. get DeAndre Hopkins. We're gonna draft uh, Rasheed Rice from SMU. We're gonna take a look and see if OBJ is available. We're gonna go get a different defense alignment, you, some you more can secondary go do guys. All of those things and still franchise Chris, tag Daniel Jones. Chris, what's how, the hurry in signing Chris, him? Because I I'm know, gonna not want to pay him sixty million after he does everything that we think he's going to do when we get the players around Yeah, what this really comes down to is what you suspect. Chris, when you look at Daniel Jones, when I, I, I thought, all right, the ship has sailed on upper end of bil- you know, like possibilities with him. Yeah. I, 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 I take that back. Based on what I saw, I'm very curious to know what he does with an alpha receiver, like a real guy. What do you suspect, having watched him this past season? I, thought, I was very impressed. I thought he played very well. What did you think? I thought he played well. He showed flashes of playmaking ability, and the best thing that I can say is that he didn't put the ball in harm's way. Yeah. 
That, Even that, when that, there was pressure to. Yeah, I mean, he saw that early on in the season, and Brian Daybold found a way to curve it. Remember the regular season opener against Tennessee? He throws that red zone pick, and then all of a sudden, all of those silly turnovers start to go away. And so I think it has more to do with Brian Daybold's influence coupled with the development of the offensive line than anything else. But I got to ask myself, based on what I saw Brian Daybold do with Josh Allen and based on what I've seen him do in year one with Daniel Jones – I don't know that you have to go out and pay Daniel Jones $40 million you, you, a year. In other words, you can get someone else and he well, can do the I, same I, thing I, with him? Well, here, I'm not going to say the same <laughs> thing, but I will say this. I think Daniel Jones and what we saw this year is more a product of great coaching and solid program development. I, I think that they legitimately limited some of the things they did on offense because Absolutely. they feel like Daniel Jones is somewhat of a limited player. I don't look at it that way. I look at it they didn't have players around him enough to push the envelope. That's that's the way I look at it. I would say – Well, here's the thing. I, I agree why with not, Why not take 2023 and prove that? I, that's, see, that's the, part, it, because, that's the part that nobody makes makes sense to me. Because like you're talking about a three- or four-year deal, but if you find out in 2023 that, hey, 2022 was the outlier and not the norm for what we can expect from the player, now you have to deal with but, all that dead money from the contract. What's wrong with taking 2023 to find out? I, I got a, enough I got enough data on him You already, got one though. year. No, no. You got no, no, one year no, no. and four seasons. I got four seasons, and I got the year that we have been with him, and I could take from those four seasons of the things he did well and look at this season and say to myself, everybody's looking for a quarterback. There's not a lot of them out there. We got one. Why are we getting ready to screw this up when we got one? Wait, Chris, I want to know, See, I, I I know what you I say about, know, about limited player. One. When you say limited player, I know what you mean. How much of that, though? Because I throw away early seasons, terrible coaching staff, no O-line, no, all that stuff. This is the first time he had a real shot. I thought he played very well, actually. But I know what you mean about limited. They protected and they limited what they did. How much of that is the circumstance, though? Do you believe there's upside? Because when I look at his arm, I look at his legs, I look at his decision-making, all those things, I think, good, good, good. He's processing better. Everything's better. Do you think there's upside, or do you think it'll always be limited? Well, well, here's what I'll say. Guys, if you're paying your quarterback $40 million a year or more, there's always going to be some area of deficiency on the offensive side of the ball. Early on in his career, it wasn't the skill position players. It was the offensive line. Now the offensive line is solid. You're saying it's the, skill. Yeah. the quarterback has got to overcome something. Well and, and, that, and my point is, let's see if he can overcome some things. You get him a number one receiver. You got the offensive line in place. Let's see what he does with that moving forward. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. That's Chris Canty. Canty and Carlin, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Right here on ESPN. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.